everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Oh, you don't sound that bad. I don't sound great. That's true. Just so everyone knows, Cheryl has had a very uh, rough weekend with her voice, and uh, I guess you're feeling a little under the weather. I feel all right. It's just my voice. She feels good. She just sounds like a 12-year-old <laughs> adolescent boy. So we'll uh, we'll try to do the episode and see where it goes. All right. You do most of the talking, I think. All right. We'll start off over in the Disney Parks blog, where the only story of note is a story from the Plan Disney podcast that uh, gives you five must-do experiences for teens and tweens. So if you're planning on going with a teen or a tween to Walt Disney World, you might want to check out these five things. Uh, They include Disney After Hours, uh, Technology and Gaming, Unique Dining Experience, Disney Water Parks, and the Enchanting Extras Collection. So uh, you can head on over to YouTube, uh, because this is a video blog. They do post their new episodes the third Wednesday of every month, so uh, check that out. All right. All right, that's all the news of note in the Parks blog, so let's head on over to Anaheim. All right, tell us what's going on in Disneyland. All right, well, Disneyland has announced some details For Disneyland After Dark, Disney Channel Night, which does sound exciting. Uh, This is their next Disneyland After Hours event. And they are going to offer entertainment and attractions that have a Disney Channel twist to them. Like Descendants Musical Journey at the Rivers of America. You can come aboard the Shailing Sip Columbia for a musical journey with songs from all three Descendants movies. You can go to the Descendants Uh, At the Rivers of America, you can join dancers from the Isle of the Lost. You can go to a rock-style concert show called Disney Channel Rocks that features hit songs from popular Disney Channel programming. Uh, There will be the High School Musical and Zombies Pep Rally, because what better way to celebrate uh, a pep rally than with zombies and high school students? They will have Camp Rock Karaoke and a Disney Channel Trivia Challenge in the Golden Horseshoe Saloon. Uh, The karaoke party will alternate, so I guess they'll do some for a little bit and then go back to trivia. There will be a Phineas and Ferb dance party featuring terrific songs from Phineas and Ferb. I like that. Um, What what was the one? What's the one that's Ants in the Pants? (laughs) Yeah. Ants in the Pants. I would dance to that. Uh, And then they will have some special character meet and greets uh, that indulge the Disney Channel nostalgia, uh, including Kim Possible, Baloo, King Louie, and Don Carnage. Lilo Stitch and Various Experiments, Chip and Dale and Monterey Jack, Darkwing Duck and Launchpad Launchpad McQuack, Goofy and Max, Rapunzel and Flynn Rider, Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Scrooge McDuck, Minnie and Mickey Mouse. Now, those are some pretty cool character combinations. They are. I've, I've never seen Scrooge McDuck uh, in the park, so I think that would be fun. And then they're going to have Disney Channel night-themed photos which are backdrops inspired by Disney Channel original TV movies, and they are going to be set up uh, so you can take your pictures, and you'll also be able to do your very own Disney Channel wand ID. You may remember that part of the commercials always had a Disney star with the wand making the Mickey Mouse head. Yeah. Uh, So they are going to utilize probably some type of PhotoPass technology to do that. And then they do have a dining package available uh, at Cafe Orleans, uh, the package is $35 for a three-course prefix meal. Um, and at Riverbell Terrace, it is just a walk-up. Uh, price varies because it is an a la carte selection. 
And that is uh, the details on the night. So Disney Channel Night is going to be held at Disneyland Park on March 5th and 7th from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. Tickets are $139 for ages 3 and up. Uh, you will be allowed to get into the park as early as 6 p.m. Uh, right now, March 7th is sold out, but March 5th still has availability. Is that a night that you would do? I would love that. All right. And I really just wish that Cheryl wasn't so squeaky right now uh, because she would complain about this story as I tell everyone that more pieces have returned to the Astro Orbiter in delivery in, in Disneyland uh, as refurbishment is nearing completion. Um, so we all know that it was completely disassembled and is expected to be opened up uh, in early March. Can't wait. All right, that's everything going on of note in Anaheim. So let's pop on over to Orlando. Whereas it seems like we do every week, uh, Walt Disney World has extended the hours for Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom. Hmm, that's interesting. Normally, Animal Kingdom is not, uh, I don't know, I guess it's Epcot that usually is always 9 to 9. Yeah. Uh, and this is going to be for the week of March 10th through the 16th over at Magic Kingdom. The original park hours for that week were 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily. However, it will now be 8 a.m. every morning and closing at 11 p.m. every day. Of course, if you're a Disney Resort hotel guest, your early entry will begin at 7.30. There will also be extended evening hours for select hotel guests on March 13th from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Over at Hollywood Studios was also scheduled for 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, it will open at 8.30 a.m. with early entry at 8 a.m. and will be closing at 9.30 p.m. daily. And over at Animal Kingdom, it was originally scheduled to be open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., but now they have moved their times from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. daily. Of course, early entry will begin at 7.30 a.m. Over at Epcot, they are making some changes to the bridge leading over to World Showcase. Uh, the side that faces the Imagination Pavilion has had some new futuristic light poles installed, uh, and the side facing Test Track and the Odyssey Pavilion currently has the original lamp posts, which are kind of like a, I don't know, what would you say, like a bell or a dome type of, of light? More traditional. More traditional. Uh, the new lamp posts look like gigantic glow sticks. <laughs> they don't really have a light on top of them with a shade. Uh, it's just an illuminated pole. Do you think they're going to do them all? Uh, I believe that is the plan. You know, I just mentioned the Odyssey Pavilion, which is uh, just past Test Track as you're walking through Epcot towards the World Showcase. And it's kind of like an all-purpose building. It continually gets rethemed and repurposed for every festival. Uh, for the Festival of the Arts, it had a figment theme there. Right. Uh, and you could get your figment popcorn bucket, which was very popular. Uh, for the International Flower and Garden Festival, it's going to become the Citrus Blossom, uh, and we'll have some citrus blossom decor. It is going to be, a, it's the return of an outdoor kitchen that will serve food and beverages showcasing citrus. Um, this will also be where Orange Bird is. Uh, you Wait, might... like to meet? No, but they have a lot of, because it's citrus based, there's oh, a lot of Orange Bird. You got me excited. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, there's a lot of Orange Bird uh, in the motif and sometimes based on the snacks. Uh, so he's going to have his own merchandise collection there this year. Um, and uh, you can see him and some of the decals around the building as well. It would be great if they had a meet and greet with uh, Orange Bird. So cool. I would go there. I know, me too. I think when we were down in Disney World last, uh, well, two weeks ago, uh, there they used to have a photo op 
in the marketplace co-op. And it's a very small orange bird, probably what, like three or four feet tall. Yeah. And you said that you would love to take that home with you. Yeah, he's cute. Yeah. Just so you know, it's very tough to do a show like this because I miss our witty banter. Sorry. That's all right. I'm also trying not to stress your voice too much. So, you know, maybe instead of you talking, I can do the whole thing. I can be like, hey, Cheryl. Yes, Tony. <laughs> uh, you know, there's some big news over in Hollywood Studios. Oh, do tell. Well, if you have a Disney Visa card, you can now use your 10% discount at Star Wars Savvy's hand-built lightsabers. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. <laughs> that's that's what it would be like. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to turn everything off because I sent Cheryl into a coughing fit from giggling. Um, but it is true. If you are a Disney Visa card, card holder, uh, you can now use a 10% discount for the uh, lightsaber building experience at uh, Savi's workshop, which is nice because the package currently costs $249.99, so a nice way to save $25. In resort news, the Polynesian Village Resort is getting new carpeting in the Great Ceremonial House. Ooh. Yeah, it uh, it's on the side of the house where Ohana is located, and right now they've done the stairs leading up to the second floor. Um, it's a, a nice, uh, I don't know, terracotta color. Sure. Yeah. And this is where I'm really upset that you don't have a voice. I know. I really want to participate. Uh, out on Crescent Lake, which is the Epcot Resort area, they have added more windows to the Cake Bake Shop. Uh, we all know that Gwendolyn Rogers' Cake Bake Shop is due to open at some point this century, uh, but we're not sure when. They now have windows on all of the dormers of the building, um, as well as the second floor. So I, I guess we could say that construction is progressing uh, although it seems like it is at a snail's pace. And then over at the Blue Ribbon Corn Dog Stand, uh, they have added some new holes. Actually, they've added lights uh, where they had placed some holes earlier. So uh, we're still waiting on the sign, but we do have new lights. Ooh, nice. That wraps up the news from Disney. So let's head on over to Universal, where they have increased the cost on locker rentals uh, at their parks. Um, rides and attractions that required you to use a locker to store your stuff have always had free small locker rentals, and that is still the case. However, on larger lockers, all of the pricing has increased by a dollar. Uh, so if you are at a large, uh, at, an, at a dry attraction, a large locker is now $3 instead of 2 If you are riding some of the water attractions, uh, the small lockers are not free, so their increase their prices have increased from four dollars to five dollars for the small lockers, and the large water lockers, uh, the large water ride lockers, are now six dollars instead of five dollars. Okay. At Universal Studios Florida, uh, they have filed a permit to uh, completely remodel and uh, demolish uh, Shea Alcatraz, which is a bar in the San Francisco section. Well, what used to be known as the San Francisco section. Uh, next to Bruce the Shark from Jaws. Um, it sounds like it is going to be a complete rebuild for this. Meanwhile, over at Universal's Islands of Adventure, Skull Island Reign of Kong has received an update and is no longer in 3D. Um, it was a 3D attraction when it opened way back in 2016. However, the film portions of the ride have now become 2D and no longer require 3D glasses. All right. That's all the news for today. We'll be back on Wednesday, hopefully with two good voices. And until then, I'm Tony. 
And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bye.